Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Garrett and I. Garrett and I here at the Average Joe Music Show, just getting together to kind of give you guys a little bit of an update of uh, what's kind of been going on in our world. I know it's been a little bit slow. We've been on kind of a hiatus, but um, that doesn't mean we're not doing stuff. Uh, we actually have a few episodes banked and ready to go. Um, and we're excited to kind of start releasing them out to you guys and hope you enjoy them. But we wanted to give you just a little bit of an inside look or an idea of what's to come. We've uh, been doing something slightly new and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. And I think it'll be fun for everybody um, to, to listen to and, and check out. Uh, and yeah, but we've we've been having a lot of fun, and it's it's been a good time, wouldn't you say, Garrett? Yeah, definitely. Um, like you mentioned, the podcast feed uh, I think is just you know been a little quiet for a while, and you know that can be a lot of different things. But ultimately, <laughs> it's just you you and you and I make this, so it's like sometimes it's just gonna be you know. That's how it's gonna go, and um, we got uh, we got at least a few episodes ahead, so that's pretty good. <laughs> and yeah. um, sort of from our talking, I, I I think we just sort of wanted to yeah give a, a bit of context for what the next coming episodes are, um, which does mostly just come from a place of there's this. Uh, the Rolling Stone, the magazine, the publication, they put out a, their, well, they've had, um, multiple iterations of this list that they publish, uh, over the years. It's their top 500 albums of all time list. They updated it a couple of years ago. It's been one of those things I kind of check in on every once in a while. And cause you know, it's, it's an interesting list. It's kind of controversial a lot of the time, but, um, there, it, it, there's a ton of stuff on there and it's a really um, convenient way to find just kind of a lot of stuff that's, you know, popular and influential and uh, maybe you haven't listened to. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm kind of the same way. Like I always love to look at the list to see like what's there that I love and, you know, whatnot, you know, maybe I don't love or whatever, but yeah. like you said, it's always controversial. Um, but, uh, I just thought that, like, when you brought this idea to me, Garrett, I thought it was so cool because it's like, there's so many things on there. That, like, it's 500 albums. I mean, mm-hmm. there might be some people, I'm sure there's some people out there that have heard everything that's on there, but the majority of people haven't. And I mean, even as, like, the music lovers that we are, there's a lot of stuff we haven't ever listened to or heard on there. And so, um, I just think it's like, it is just like a fun idea because there's so much stuff on there that. I definitely think we need to know about and it's going to be fun to just go through these things and say like you know just get to know those albums that we wish we knew a little bit better or feel like maybe we missed the mark on Mm -hmm. and then even some that we were like yes that definitely belongs there that we're excited about um so it's it's been a fun time we've already done several of albums that we felt like we needed to know better and we've done like one or two of albums that we do know pretty well and um, just 
you know, have loved over the years and feel like they're deserving of their spot. Um, or maybe even should be ranked higher, lower, either way. Um, but it's just been it's just been exciting and, and kind of a fun way to go about the show. Um, and definitely think that everybody that, it will, you know, all of you who are going to join us uh, with this is are really going to enjoy it because there's just some albums out there that, you know, we didn't know about that we've just like uh some of them that we're just all over the moon about you know like mm-hmm. we were just like oh wow how did we miss that you know and um i'm sure a lot of other people will be feeling the same way or they'll be saying yeah how did you miss that yeah absolutely um without saying uh without going into them at all do we want to say the ones we've listened to so far so that um I, i'm and i'm thinking this for a couple of reasons one being that going through and editing editing them um the ones we've been sort of talking about at the end of like next week we'll be listening to such and such is kind of not exactly in order (laughs) Um, and it might give just people a chance to um you know listen to stuff uh you know and have you know already have it kind of listened to and have a feel for it before they listen to our episodes yeah because there is an episode that's coming up um that we will probably like our next one that we record uh will probably come out sooner than a few yeah. of the others because yeah. of just relevancy so yeah. uh we want to get that out before it's uh you know not as, not quite as relevant anymore um i don't think that'll be for a while but um considering it's even made its way to tiktok but yeah, right. i do think that um it's it, it'll be good that we we cover it but go ahead garrett you can give us a rundown of a couple or uh, and uh, I'll list off a couple more after you. Yeah, so in order so far, we've listened to Donna Summer's Bad Girls. We've listened to David Bowie's Station to Station. Yeah. Uh, we listened to uh, Cocteau Twins. Um, and then R.E.M. Uh, what, what's the name oh, of the... Heaven or Las Vegas. Heaven or Las Vegas. Yep. And then R.E.M.'s uh, Automatic for the People. For the People, yep. Um. And then the one you referenced um, that we haven't recorded yet is going to be... Because I I, I think you're right. I think maybe we'll put that one first or second. Maybe we'll do that one first. Uh, Kate Bush, Hounds of Love. um, As some people may already know, it's it's gotten kind of a huge surge in popularity recently, um, even being, you know, a relatively older album. It's... uh, it was featured uh, on the new season of Stranger Things and um, kind of like TikTok d- seems to do. Um, it, TikTok can kind of start these trends of getting things to go, you know, viral and super popular again, especially old music like, you know, Fleetwood Mac, they did. <laughs> yeah, Fleetwood um, Mac. I mean, every single ABBA song that's like almost yeah. <laughs> ever been recorded yeah. is on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so much stuff. Uh, uh, well, but this Kate Bush one is yeah. definitely... So maybe uh, maybe we'll put out the Donna Summer one first. Yeah. Um, just because mm-hmm. that's already ready to go, and we'll put that... A, a, you so know. you can expect uh, probably... I would just say expect a new episode with this update as well. So it could be a day after. It might be a couple yeah. days after. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to put them right together. Maybe yep. maybe in the same day, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, uh, do give those a listen if you kind of want to like follow along with us. Donna Summer, I'd say, is a great one to start with. I, it really is. Uh, I think that was, we, we chose well. That's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to getting those out there. Um, we were saying just with this as a quick update, um, we might include uh, just a little segment at the end here. Um where I'll start it by just asking yeah, you, has it. there been anything you've been listening to recently that you've been into or... Yeah, so I found... Um, Non-podcast-wise. Yeah, I found one uh, just on Bandcamp last week. I look, This was just looking over their new Friday list. Yeah. And found this uh, really, really cool band called Hazy Sour Cherry. Oh, yeah, have, you posted that. Yep. Yeah, and they have this album called Strange World, and um, yeah, it's just just a ton of fun the the whole way through. Uh, it's really is really an exciting one. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff from that uh, Friday that I pulled out, but that was the one that uh, really really stuck out to me uh, quite a bit. Um, aside from that, um, we do ch- touch on it in one of the episodes slightly, but uh, since it's not. There's not a specific episode on it right now. Uh, just to actually really coming in late to my bloody Valentine, but really mm. enjoying that Loveless album and yes. the MBV album. Um, yeah, I just been yeah he- the head over shoulders for that thing. Uh, it's really really cool um, and just kind of completely twisted my idea of you know what you could do musically and uh i I just really love that um aside from that i mean those are like really the two uh main new ones that i'm really i've really been digging uh there's there's obviously a lot of uh other cool stuff a pavement something that like i've just been getting into recently as well um just i I always been semi-aware of them but definitely getting a lot more into their discography right now um yeah they're uh, they've been kind of on a reunion tour right now oh really yeah they did um primavera in uh spain Spain? and uh they've been doing a handful of shows around the states just kind of a limited thing oh i would it's just they're they're nowhere close enough that i can make it work but that's i've yeah pavement if anybody hasn't anybody out there hasn't give them given them a listen they were they were one too that um i was sort of aware of and then when i really dove in just kind of like blew my mind (laughs) um because it's one of those ones that just especially um you know listening to a lot of popular growing up with and listening to a pop a lot of popular music from like the 90s and the early 2000s it kind of fills in a lot of like yeah it just it gives so much context to so much other music that i enjoy and the songwriting is just so like angular and weird and um just stephen malkmus has a really interesting approach to kind of songwriting and man yeah amazing <laughs> yeah he really does and it's just something that like i said i've really been starting to uh tune into lately a lot more uh like i said i've always been on my radar but it's just that was um yeah just something that uh was kind of new for me and uh 
Uh, I recently became a subscriber to Tidal, and uh, they have a song that I wasn't able to find on other streaming services I used, which is the Scott Walker song, Only Myself to Blame, from the um, the World is Not Enough James Bond movie. Uh, and Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, I've just been really excited to have that, to be able to have that in my... Uh, in my catalog of music it's just it's it's a lot of fun i really like uh really like that song and um i i feel like i remember the theme song that they ended up going with after the uh that because they thought it was too depressing the garbage <laughs> one i think that that's a pretty good song yeah too. yeah I but think, uh yeah. but i mean i don't remember exactly if i heard it, i'd be like oh yeah that's an awesome song but yeah just uh, I've been excited to have that Scott Walker song available to me on like the streaming service I use, so that's been something I listen to. But aside from that, like those are kind of the the main things. I've just been really keeping my eye on uh, just that those uh, Bandcamp Friday updates because those are really good to find some really good stuff. They just they have a oh, good yeah. set of people in there that are going through all of it. Um, it's well curated for sure yeah it is and so that's that's where i've been kind of going uh recently and that's where i found that hazy sour cherry and that's that would be like my main highlight like just go check that band out they're awesome yeah i'm gonna do that i listened to one song off of the thing you linked but i gotta i gotta listen to that all the way through i also gotta listen to the new porcupine tree all the way through which oh, I yeah, only... no, how did I miss that? Yeah, 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 I've been listening to that. That was a lot of fun. I mean, just nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, I, I only got through the first couple of songs or something because uh, I just got busy at work and was like, I can't really focus on this right now. Um, uh, got to listen to that. Um, one uh, quick one I wanted to shout out on here was something I've been listening to a lot that I discovered this year. Um by an artist called Dijon, D-I-J-O-N, um, and his album that came out last November, Absolutely. Um, I, I went through a phase of listening to that all the time for a while. Cool. It's, uh, it's, it, it, it does so many things that are really cool. Like it, it's a little bit R&B, a little bit like kind of eighties synth pop, a little bit, country indie folk like it just sort of hits a lot of different things but doesn't feel it doesn't feel weird or like even when certain songs are kind of a little you know a turn stylistically it all sort of has this washy sort of reverby sounds like it was recorded in a big room sort of sense to it um th- there's even some like just kind of live recordings they have of a few of these songs um, of them just kind of all playing together in a big room. And it's very much how the, the recording sounds. Um, yeah. And he, he just has like a gorgeous voice. Um, really cool. Kind of reminds me of somewhere between like, uh, I don't even know what, but like kind of a Bon Iver aesthetic sonically and like just kind of more poppy closer to like a Frank Ocean thing. Very oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that sounds like something I would enjoy. Yeah. I, I loved that. 
Um, like, would you relate him to like a? Uh, I mean, this is just this is just speculation, just from what you said. Sure. That could be completely off. But like, Twin Shadow, would that sure, be kind sure. of something? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In that realm. Um, okay, cool. He had a new one last year that I never yeah. really got around to that I really need to check out, actually. Yeah, I believe I liked that one. Um, let's see what else. There is uh, this other album I just listened to actually a couple of days ago that I got turned on to by the um, Broken Record podcast, the um, Rick Rubin thing. Um Oh, okay. They were talking about yeah, this yeah. Uh, album called Forever Changes by a band called Love um, that I was just pretty much unfamiliar with. Uh, but it's like this really, um, from what they were, I, again, I really only pretty much listened to that episode of the that podcast and like listened to this album. Um, so all I know is from that. But I think they even said that this is like the first integrated band which I don't know how true that is, but uh-huh. probably as far as like popular bands, I bet, I bet that's true. And it's just, um, really like really cool psychedelic music, late sixties. Um, yeah, yeah. Just very, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but if you, if you <laughs> like kind of psychedelic, really weird stuff from, uh, the sixties, it's like, it's incredible. That was really good. Well, speaking actually of just kind of, uh, obviously not from the 60s, but now that you mention that, because I really get into a lot of that stuff. Um, and, like, I know that, like, King Gizzard and the Little yeah. Lizard Wizard mm-hmm. is, like, kind of like one of the new bands doing that. Yep. But, like, I feel like I need the right album to start with with that. Like, where would uh, you start with them? King like, Giz. for someone... Cause like yeah, I I would love to get into them, and I know I could, cause I'm really into that stuff. Yeah. But I just don't know which album to start with. You know, like where's where's a good starting point? <laughs> the one that kind of hooked me. So there's a lot for anybody who's not really familiar with King Giz. They've put out like, I'm even just looking at their discography on title, and there's a lot of stuff missing here. They <laughs> oh, they okay. put out like they've put out albums at a pretty breakneck speed for the last like i don't know six or seven years or something okay um would spotify uh, have like a bigger i think so actually let me check just out of curiosity let me see because i know that like sometimes it's it's just that titles just slow at getting stuff for some reason i'm not sure why Um, on here there might uh there might be a couple here missing here too okay anyways um there there's a ton of them um the one that really hooked me in that i always uh say is kind of like my go-to is uh uh 2017's uh flying microtonal banana Uh uh-huh that one is awesome that's just a really good i think um just sort of a good a good overall survey of the kind of stuff that they do um after kind of really getting into them, uh, one that uh, was a low-key, just kind of really like, oh, man, that's... Uh, I love their album Sketches of Brunswick East that is uh, like okay. a split project with uh, them and this other band artist. I th- It's technically one guy, but um, is a band a lot of the time. Uh, Mild High Club. And that's kind of more of like a jazzier, synthier more mellow kind of thing oh okay um and then the other one i'd throw in there is like kind of a must is uh 
2019's Infest the Rat's Nest, which is just like, it's not, it, it's it's a bit thrash and it's a bit like kind of doom metal. Interesting. It's sort of a really good mix of those. Like if you like sleep at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. It's kind of, it reminds me of sleep a lot, but definitely a bit thrashier kind of more early Metallica kind of stuff. Oh yeah, and definitely. Okay. That's, that one, that's good. That one's, I think even not a bad first one to just jump into. Cause it's really like, it just shreds. That's it's probably so where I would jump in. But you said, so infest the rat's nest, uh, sketches of Brunswick East. And what mm-hmm. was the other one? Flying microtonal banana. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, which is uh, named after a guitar that they used to uh, record a lot of that album, which is like this cuss. The guitar is called the Flying Microtonal Banana. It's like this custom guitar that has like all these custom uh, um, fret fittings on the neck, so it can do all this like kind of really cool microtonal stuff. Yeah. Um, really Eastern music kind of sounding. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Ah, they're so good. Uh, Also, another one um, that if you ever have the chance to see them live, they are (laughs) unbelievable. I'm sure. That's. I mean, that's what I've got a friend that's like always posting that he's just like vibing to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. So I'm like, man, I need to. I need to know where to jump on because yeah, I mean, they're like like you said, their discography is huge. Yeah, they have a ton of albums and um, they do just a lot of different stuff stylistically like almost every album is kind of some new whole thing stylistically yeah it's, it's impressive at the very least um even if not every album is a huge hit for me personally um it's still kind of incredible the amount of stuff that they put out oh yeah but that, i mean that's that's like sometimes that's kind of nice when bands do that uh, just put out a bunch of stuff. It may not always be your cup of tea, but hey, you're getting a new album regardless, and you know. Oh that yeah. If that one's not the one that you enjoy, one that you the one that you will is probably on its way. So. Yeah the 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 year I got into King Giz, they put out um, at least here on title they put out five albums. Wow. <laughs> and they're all pretty different stylistically. Yeah. Um, cool band uh yeah that's that's what i'll that's what i'll leave it off on is uh if you're i don't know it's even hard to say because again they do so many things stylistically but if you're just kind of looking for a new kind of cool band um especially if you're into sort of like metal and psychedelia and kind of harder guitar music they they'll they'll have some stuff that'll kind of get you (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. Because, uh, yeah, I've actually... That's another thing I've been listening to a lot. You know, I to be honest, like I, I, I'm just going to uh, be a little brave here and just come out and say this, but I kind of put Metallica off for a lot of years just because I always oh, just felt yeah. like uh, it was just kind of... Uh, what do you call that? You know, um, stadium music, kind of. Yeah, like, there's... But then, like, I heard... I. It was the thing is I heard that I listened to their first album like one of the songs I don't remember what how it just popped on, and I remember thinking, huh, I remember hearing this in like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, and oh, then I sure. listened to, then I listened Maybe to fuel. the, yeah I think no it was the first album I can tell you exactly what song it was oh, hold on man. let me check yeah, here I'm trying to remember now oh, it was Whiplash 
Oh, yeah, sure. And um, I was like, oh, like, I loved that song, like, back when I listened to it. And then I, like, went back and listened to that first Metallica album, the second one, I was like, oh, this stuff is great. Like, this is, like, you know, I might not be a biggest fan, like, as big a fan as the, the later stuff, but those early albums are awesome. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm at sort of a place with Metallica nowadays that uh, I was a really big fan of them in, like, junior high and then some of high school. Yeah. Um, and I think that's exactly the right age for yeah. Metallica. Not not as, like, a, a put-down or a diss to them at all. Um, I, I just feel that, um, yeah, there's not a lot for me to return to some of it's not very good um yeah but man like like some of that stuff is still so good (laughs) yeah the first album's great you know you kind of after that it it does get either like just kind of all to be the same or it's just yeah there is there is sort of a samey quality to some of their stuff or just sort of like um you know especially past a certain era, era kind of a safer quality yeah i mean for me it's just like i haven't been able to find like a lot of that thrash stuff that i like so that metallica album well so like they they used to have like atheist was a band that i really liked yeah and uh they like all of their stuff is gone from streaming and it's been missing for a while now and uh so it's like dang like they were really cool had a lot of really cool technical stuff going on and so it's like uh just that when i heard that metallica album it didn't like quite feel that void for me but it was it was enough that made me happy but i'm gonna have to check out this this king gizzard album that you mentioned yeah i think uh, infest the rat's nest you'll like i think that's gonna be it's really it's just really fun yeah it's uh they kind of know exactly their audience and they really lean into trying to as sort of they always do when they're kind of leaning into more of one genre of the other, they really do it very earnestly where it's like, you know, the Stu is going to try to, you know, do a lot of death metal-y kind of growly um, stuff. <laughs> and like they, they really leaned into it. And that one's just a lot of fun because it sounds like they're having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you said, um, and so you said you haven't listened to the full um, Porcupine Tree album yet? No, I haven't. I, yeah. I kind of wanted to focus on it and just was having that work was too busy that yep. day or whatever. Yeah, I, I get it. Got to sit down with it still. But I am very excited about that one. I mean, talk about kind of really good, interesting, heavy guitar music. Um, yeah, yeah. I th- And that's, I guess, why I kind of want to sit down with it and really absorb it because their music is always just so interestingly layered and um the like i think uh his songwriting particularly for porcupine trees just really kind of an exercise in making heavy music yeah. i don't know i've just yeah. i i've that's always been um a real soft spot for me i love that band yeah, I mean, they definitely take a... It definitely sounds a little more like Steven Wilson solo, I feel like, on this one. Um, well, sure, yeah. Definitely I mean, a lot not a- different than, like, previous ones. But it was, yeah. like, the one thing for me I just really loved that... Uh, I, I, I really, really enjoy... Um, what's his name? Uh, the drummer. 
Gavin Harrison. I just really yeah, enjoy yeah. his drumming a lot. So that's like one thing I was really excited for, uh, for them coming back together. That was just like, you know, they they I really enjoy his and and the the keyboardist that plays for them as well is also really creative and and fun. But yeah, they just make uh, they I I always feel like they're uh, you know at least uh in the heyday they yeah. were making um interesting guitar music that didn't sound too much like uh what other people were doing but still had you know enough to hook you in with like you know just kind of good hooky guitar stuff and yeah yeah uh remind me of that that band from the 60s that you were just mentioning that got us on the king lizard uh, king love. gizzard love okay love. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's um it doesn't disappoint. It was kind of a bit more like almost Zappa y or Beefheart y than yeah. I anticipated that it would be. Um, cool. Which I really I really like. Anyways, I guess we'll we'll leave you guys there on this little update we have for you and we hope that um the show that we drop with this one you'll you'll enjoy because uh yeah the uh bad girls is really fun that's just such a fun and like a great album for the like the summer too so like to just kind of you know blast it up in your speakers in your car whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing while you're doing chores in the house or cooking or something you can get that going and it's just great um so anyways we hope you guys enjoy kind of what we've been doing lately is just you know, covering some of these Rolling Stone greatest albums of all time that we've never just well not maybe never but just that we feel like we need to know better um, and maybe you'll find that you wish you had known them better too or that you wish that we would have so anyways we, we, we hope you have a good rest of the day take care and we'll see you soon see ya